0: Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Good morning, everybody. It's Janet Metzger, Coach Janet. And I am here today uh, with my very, very good friend, Meredith Berry. And she right now is the CEO of the Advocates for Transitional Living. Um, This company is located in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yes, it's the home of the Green Bay Packers. So I've known Meredith a very, very long time. She is incredibly successful. She's got a wealth of experience in network marketing. Um, She has been a, she's a, I like to call her a serial entrepreneur, would that be fair, Meredith? That's fair, yeah. That's fair, okay, as long as I've known you. Um, But she does have 10 years of experience in the network marketing industry. At the very top level, she's worked in the field, she's a master recruiter, um, but she knows how to develop people. I'm telling you, she is the complete package. She's been a national trainer for several companies. She's led teams of over 10,000 people. So talk about getting it done. She really, really does. So I want to welcome you, Meredith. It's so good to see your shining face again.
1: Is it shining because it needs powder? Or? No, no,
0: not at all. Not at all. Just that you've got that, that bubbliness and you're um you're always such an inspiration to uh to people no matter what industry you are in so including myself so I want to ask you a bunch of questions you know our audience um it's it's called the network marketers den, so this is kind of like their home away from home if you will, and uh, we'd like to support the network marketers for me, I think it's the best industry in the world I absolutely love it. You know, I, I was in the industry for many, many years. I left, and now that I'm um, semi-retired, I came back, and I can't believe how much I missed it. So, so I'm curious. Would you tell our audience what led you to this industry? Tell us your story.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, and some of this you may not even know, Janet. I mean, I know you know the the rough and tumble part of the story, um, which really is my favorite because it's it's what's led me to where I am. Um, I was introduced to direct sales and network marketing when I was like 19 years old, and, and you'll hear more about my story. But um, there was a lot of a lot of trauma, a lot of things that had happened to me um, by bad luck, bad choices, (laughs) um, a variety of things, but um, I had gotten pregnant when I was 15, so I have a beautiful, wonderful, great daughter who's 27 by now, Um, but that sort of started this decade of, you know, everything that could go wrong just did right? I mean, I was just behind the eight ball. And truth be told, not a lot of people know this about my story. Uh, when I was 18 or 19, um, I started to lose my teeth. And of course, I didn't have proper insurance, never had proper, proper dental care. And so there was this moment in time where um, I, I lost my front teeth, couldn't afford to do anything about it. And I was at a post office and this beautiful woman, um, her name was Gina, I will forever remember her, she had all of these pink packages and she was happy and talking to everybody and I didn't want to talk to anybody because if I opened my mouth you would Oh, you know um, and she did what is called warm chatter me and I will forever remember this woman because that's what they called it in Mary Kay mm-hmm. uh, and she she never skipped a beat when she realized that I didn't have front teeth and you know she prospected me and she talked to me about helping women feel beautiful and about a business opportunity and I didn't know much about network marketing at that time and I thought well this is nuts so she invited me to her weekly training meeting um, to get a uh, free makeover and man that sounded so good where I was at in life at that time so I went I was mesmerized these women and the way they dressed and she had her, she was a director. So she had this suit, this red jacket. I couldn't even imagine. Um, and so I was among women who were excited. There was a ton of recognition. People were getting pencils. And I mean, that was so, so ingrained in my brain about, about sort of the psychology behind what humans need to perform. And I sat there and I just thought, man, I could be one of these people someday. Um, and so I joined um and no shock or surprise to you i set out to build as fast as i could because gina said you know this is what your life could look like oh she lived in the loveliest home in this beautiful suburb down in like delafield i mean it was just it was this moment so i joined um i built uh you also don't know this but her upline's name was janet janet Mosier. she was one of the top top executive national directors um her husband was a dentist, and okay. so she said to me, I'll tell you what, kid, if you build this business to this level, Jack's going to help you with your teeth. True story. So I became a director in qualification at 19 years old. I was published in all of Mary Kay's monthly magazines. They had me on stages, and that was this experience for me. Wow. I did I know not that. I know that. I know you I did it. not know. And I don't talk about it much uh, because I ended up um, the trauma that, that ended up right after that was enough that I just had to like table it. But I had this incredible opportunity at that time. It's what gave me this like passion and desire. Um, I ended up going through a pretty tough divorce, was a domestic abuse survivor and it ended sort of my business with Mary Kay in a pretty traumatic way. Mm -hmm. So I sort of had to like put that out of my mind, but um, that was the first experience I had and it was amazing. And I thought, well, I can do this. I can, I can do it. Um, I can build teams. I can sell product. Um, And then I tabled that scraps through life until I of course met you. Right. Right.
0: Wow. That is a, that's an incredible story, but she did a great job. That's one of the things that I think is so important is to help paint the picture for other for others, and literally by showing, um, that, that she has success. And you know, the other thing, and what I'm feeling is that she really transferred her belief in you to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because at 19 years old, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been 19 years old, but I don't think I was that confident and I couldn't have done it. So, that's that's really, really a great, great story. So you know, I, I know you've got um, you've got a, a passion project going on, um, and uh, I, if you want to share a little bit about that, I think our our viewers would love to love to learn about it.
1: Yeah, I um, so after that experience, I tabled that industry for a while until, of course, I met you and you you hired me on the corporate side of things. Um, I still was um, really you know, going through it in life and and, and you were able <laughs> to help me understand that these were the important things that I had to do. So I think about our meeting, I think about the first time you interviewed me and you just, it was so funny. I could just see you so vividly arms crossed just like that just like this okay I noticed your jewelry and you were sharp and I wanted to be you and so one of the questions I you said do you have any questions for me I said yeah how do I get your job (laughs) and and I remember that being this thing between us where you're like okay kid here let's go do exactly what I show you to do I'm gonna teach you the ropes um So that was the next time I was introduced. What I realized about my life is something has always led me back to it, right? It's always led me back to network marketing. And I think truly it's because it is this space that all of your collective skills really work in. And I also think the skills you learn in direct sales and network marketing are transferable. You and I talk about this all. Absolutely, absolutely. My success outside of direct sales is I'm telling you, it is dependent on what I learned here. Um, I had a very successful investor, and think, I think I had introduced you to him at one point, and I had all these ideas about some of my, you know, businesses I wanted to start, and he said to me, go work for Avon Corporate for five years five years and you go learn because they will teach you what you need to know to be a successful business owner. And I thought, well, this is really interesting that this multimillionaire is, is acknowledging mm-hmm. and the network marketing. Like I was so blown away by it. And he said, five years, five years. And that is what my, <laughs> I made it over five years. Um, you know, and I think I think as it kept coming to me, I started to develop this idea in my head that I really wanted to be Mary Kay Ash. Okay. I, that. I was like, I'm going to be the owner of a direct sales company at some point or a network marketing company. I, I'm going to be the founder. But I started to realize that I had to be really passionate about the product, right? Right. Right. And we know that there's your line of products and then there's always your product, which is your opportunity. Okay. I am built to be excited and passionate about the opportunity part of the product line of any drug sales company. I mean, right. Right. Changes people's lives. Correct. Cause that's the, that's the product. Right. And then there's the product line. And I think those are two different things and I hadn't yet figured out what the product line was. Like I couldn't, I was like, it's not makeup. It's not, you know, it's, it's not clothing for me it's not and so as I progressed in my career and got really into sort of the social work space I started to see what was happening in the shift in society with social impact I started to go back and examine my own trauma in life what would have helped me what did I really need to really develop as a human and that's sort of when it clicked like how can I have a social impact company that leverages network marketing and direct sales as the platform? And that was the day I'll never forget it. It was prior to me having my last baby who's now four. Um, and I was like, that's it. That is it. So we laughed the other day that I I registered the company back in 2016. Mm -hmm. That's how long I've been hanging on to the idea. Um, and so, so I'm in pre-launch stage, um, I've hired you to help me as my coach um, because it's a big undertaking uh, on the side of it. And I'll tell you, for those of you that are are in network marketing, um, because you're building a business in it, as somebody who is striving to found a company that individuals are gonna use to change their life, um, I can tell you so much thought goes into how do you support that consultant base, the network marketer, the, the person who's going to use this as a business to change their life and other people's lives? And so as I'm going through the process of, of building uh, this startup, it is incredibly heartwarming for me now to understand why any of the companies I belong to, why they made some of the decisions they did. Like, it's all starting to click. Like, yeah, oh, makes sense. Makes sense. yeah.
0: That is great. I'm I'm so excited. I'm Stay so tuned. excited. So so throughout this journey, um, you know, your your 10 years in the corporate corporate side of it, now starting your own. Um, what do you see as the biggest challenge in network marketing that, that needs to be fixed, or that a con, that a uh, consultant or whatever your company calls? What what would you say is the biggest challenge? um, and, 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 uh, the biggest opportunity.
1: Yeah. I think that, um, I think we do a lot of talking about building relationships, but I don't think we do enough time executing it, training to it and following up with it. Right. Right. when I think about being an upline, I was just, it's so funny, Janet, I was, I was practicing my own script for my passion project in my head, you know, Um, and I was thinking, you know, we say these things as an upline or a corporate, or we put these things out, we say these things like, and it's really key that we build relationships, but then everything we do after that doesn't It's not an activity or an exercise. It's not that daily skills that we're teaching our teams to do that, right? We're teaching them how to do these other things. And we think that's it. But in order to fix what's wrong, you have got to be a person who really leverages, understands, and is passionate about building relationships. And what I love about that, what I love, love, love about that is anybody can do that. Anybody can do that because every human on this planet has built at least one successful relationship. So I want you to think about that. Anything that you're going to use to be successful has to be duplicatable. People know how to build relationships. They just allow things to get in their way. So I think, I think if you're going to build a team, I think if you're going to be an inspiration, I think if you're truly going to help coach people to do the right thing, it really is slowing that process down. And like you always say, slow down to speed up, you know, understand and examine the relationships you have in your life that are productive and successful. And you got to use that same thing with your team. you got to be interested in people. you got to ask questions. Don't ask people to join the business the first time you talk to them. Like, don't, don't no. do that.
0: It's kind rate. of like dating, isn't it? I mean, you gotta.
1: Oh, yeah, we should create a Tinder for network marketing.
0: I like that. I I'm writing that one down. <laughs> be,
1: yeah. I, Meredith,
0: I don't know. I don't know anything about Tinder. I, you remember? Yeah, I've yeah. been married for 38 years, but but the idea is phenomenal. I like that.
1: There should be a Tinder for direct direct selling. Yeah, there you go. I can build a relationship before I I. Uh sign up or jump in, but I do think that's that's really, really critical. I think, I think, and I wish that I could see the industry shift more to teaching and talking and coaching to relationship building and not so much that selling and recruitment. And because the relationship is what's going to do all the things. It's going to open the door for you to be this phenomenal trainer and coach. It's going to open the door for you you know, to help your, your team understand, you know, truly how they're going to make money in the business, how they're going to change lives. It's the vehicle to everything. I mean, when you have a relationship with a person, it's, it's everything else. is. Easy. It is
0: everything. It absolutely is everything. And people don't, you know, we're a microwave society. I mean, people just want it right now. And it does take time. It does take time. But you, you said a word that really caught my caught my ear. And I I think it's very, very important um, is that you have to be interested. You have to be interested in other people. That is critical. Absolutely critical. Because if you're interested, um, they're going to find you interesting. So that's how you want to think about it. And and you know, the other thing, and Meredith, I know you live by this philosophy, is you've got to work with your team or any, a customer, even the same way, you've got to do what's in their best interest, not what's in your best interest.
1: Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. And, you know, I think, and, and I'm going to be brutally honest here because you told me I could, right? Just right. Be I'm going to tell it like it is. So I get it, you guys. I get it. Like I want you to picture this 19-year-old girl in an abusive relationship with zero teeth and zero money. Do you know how desperate I was to sign people up and sell a lipstick? I mean, imagine that desperation, right? Like that level of it. And I think where, where we make the mistake is we jump right in. But if you can pull yourself back and you can just say to yourself, I may not get the sale today. I may not sign them up today my goal is to learn four things about that individual, because if I can just learn, I mean, and and maybe it's two, maybe it's four pick a couple things. And by the way, you can decide, you know, what four things you want to learn about them based on what you're interested in. Right. So I'm super passionate about social impact. My conversations always, that always comes up to me. I always question people like, Hey, like, do you do any volunteer work? That's, interesting to me but it also opens up the opportunity it's easier for me to ask questions about right. things that are interesting to me it it allows me to have this common base with a person right and so i think if you could just say every single day hey every person i come into contact with i'm going to ask four questions and oh by the way you're going to be so much richer at the end of the day because human beings store a ton of knowledge and we can't personally store it all and we can't learn it all but The more questions we ask, it's like it's going to enrich like your life's going to be so rich. When I think about asking people questions, they're going to tell you stuff. You're going to learn stuff. It's going to connect and click, not just even in your network marketing business. That's, That's that holistic thing you're you're talking about, Janet, when you talk about it's just, it's going to enrich you in a different way for just four questions, write them down, figure it out, memorize them. And, and by the way, make sure they're not yes or no questions. <laughs> right. The open ended. And you know, here's
0: what I, one of the things that I hear all the time from network markers always have continue to hear it over the years is people are, a, a, they don't know how to bring up their business. And what you're saying is don't even talk about your business. Don't. Don't talk about your business. And you know what I have found happens is that when you start having a conversation with somebody about something else number 1 it's easier for you you don't feel like oh I got to go sell them I got to do this I got you're just talking to somebody is that they start asking you questions. So what is it that you do? And ta da I change people's lives or whatever the case may be. So that is great advice. I, I really, really like that idea is learn two, three, four things. And, yes. you know, and um, you know me, I have, a, I have, I have this favorite saying, um, anybody that knows me, i say practice the power of three. Imagine if you ask three people those questions, nothing to do with your business, but it will lead there. And that's how you start building that relationship.
1: Well, and I think what you just said. So if I ask questions, it's going to lead me into a conversation, which is going to help me build the relationship. And so you talk about your power three. There it is, right? Question, conversation, relationship. That will do just practice that. I promise you. I mean, both Janet and I can tell you this. If you just do that, and 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 Janet, I think you know I practice that because you always mm-hmm. say to me you're. connected you have so many relationships and I do and that's why because I I know things about people that I shouldn't yeah you're
0: you're one of those people that they just open up to and that's that's what you want to be and you Mm -hmm. know I've always said this Meredith um, is that you really do put the network in network marketing because (laughs) that's what it is it's just about and it's not necessarily this person but this person can lead you to somebody else You know, so there's a lot of different things that you can do. So, so let me ask you this. Um, What do you think is, um, what do you think is the one thing? And I know what you, we just talked about is really important, but when we talked the other day, you talked about, um, I believe it was humility.
1: Vulnerability.
0: Vulnerability. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that most of us struggle with is uh, being vulnerable, okay? And so I think you have to be in a place, in a space, because we just, we want to control everything. Human beings yes. want to control everything, right? It's like, yeah. if I do this, I know this will happen, it's predictable, and that's how I operate. And, and it seems like that's the way to operate. And I go through these ebbs and flows in my life where I'm like, trying to control everything and predictability. Um, And I don't get the response or the outcome that I'm looking for. So it's always very interesting when I allow myself to be vulnerable and really just raw and like, like, yeah, I'm going to do this and it might not work. It might not work. Um, When you allow yourself to do that, you open up this opportunity for you to start asking yourself questions. If I do this and it doesn't work because I didn't control it, just allowed myself to be vulnerable in it, whether that's telling my story, whether that's attending an event that I'm terrified to attend because I don't like going places alone. Um, whether it's, you know, sharing parts of your story that you don't normally share. I mean, being vulnerable. I just told people I didn't have teeth. (laughs) That's, that's vulnerability. Right. And I can promise you that over the next, however long, somebody's going to reach out to me that sees this because that's going to have been the connector for them. They're going to be like, oh my God, you know what? I've had this, this port wine stain on my face my whole life. And it's all, I've always allowed that to get in my way. And it's why I feel like I don't start conversations with people because I'm embarrassed. And so there is going to be a connector there because I'm going to say to that person, you gotta be vulnerable. Like, it's okay. Like, so I think, I think really just allowing yourself permission to make mistakes, not have it all figured out, try different things, um, tap into the the network that you've you've created because you've asked the right questions and built the relationship, asking for help, asking for yes. help. There's a
0: concept. You know, you yeah. can't do it, you can't do it all alone. Uh, yeah. Meredith, that is that is incredible advice, you know, and I, I, I uh, have studied and I'm certified in all this mindset stuff, and that's so much of it is, we call it the terror barrier, people are afraid to fail, but you know, the truth is, is that the only people that fail are those that don't do anything, and, and, and what I would also say about that is that, you know, everybody wants to be perfect, I'm an upline, I want to be perfect, No no, 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 people don't join companies, they join you. And, like you said, they want to be able to relate. So, mm-hmm. well, Meredith, any last words of advice for our audience?
1: Yeah, I, um, two things. One, I think um, all of you that are in this industry, if there is one thing that I do believe you should study, it's the study of resiliency um i you know at every point in my life um i've been knocked down a lot you know there's a saying um fall down seven times stand up eight and and i think when people people talk about my success a lot i hear that word but if you're very resilient you just get back up like you're like oh i failed on that oh i went broke oh i'm gonna go make more money oh you know i screwed up in this parenting so you know i'll Try with this kid, hope it works on this one. But I think I think there's this power in being vulnerable, but also being resilient. So I don't think we talk enough about resiliency and network marketing. You're gonna get all those no's. You're gonna oh, you're gonna make some mistakes. You just gotta get back up. Just keep that is the one thing you can control. What you do is the thing that you can control. So
0: absolutely absolutely so well meredith i want to thank you again for joining us you've you've uh, shared some some great great tips you are spot on that's why you've been successful i am so excited for you and your passion project and do you want to tell everybody what it's
1: called sure um my passion project is called be soul good okay Uh, and we are, I'll just say this, I, uh, we're going to be in existence in the universe uh, because we're, we're individuals dedicated to the betterment of society.
0: Right. And and the people that are going to be working alongside you, what is it that you call
1: them? They're coaches, I know, but what do you call I'm them? I'm so excited. So um, they're going to be called humanity coaches, and they will be able to facilitate and execute humanity workshops. Um, and so there's a lot that goes into it, but we're just really passionate about every single part of it. Uh, just being good, just legacy building, just, um, changing lives, um, impacting the world, impacting ourselves. So,
0: well, great. Well, I'm so excited for you and I want to thank you for joining me and our audience on the network marketers, Den. and here's to your continued success, my friend.
1: Thank you. We will,
0: uh, we will be in touch. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the network marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at The Network Marketers Den.